This week, the ultimate bridezilla and a group of high school students take dreaming of a white Christmas to a whole other level. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, changing lives every day. Wait, that's not the slogan, is it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we are still changing lives. Yes, we do our best here. Uh, we are the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil Causey, and with me, as always, is the uh, browner and weirdly red baseball cap wearing uh, man, Sandeep Sen. Uh, yes, it's it's not a MAGA hat. No, it's not I, a MAGA I hat. Bought this, <laughs> I bought this not thinking that red hats are, in general are shunned. Uh, but then I apparently now just red hats in general are. Yeah, shunned. unless it's directly sports related. But like, this fucking cost twenty five dollars. It's the U.S. Open hat. They didn't have any I'm other colors there. It. You can't just take over the color red now. The whole color red. Yeah, and it matches your rain jacket too. A minute ago we were walking around outside. That was orange. Oh well, okay. Yeah. You you like a lot of bright colored things. I noticed actually. You have a lot of red and orangey furniture in here. I never noticed that till just fucking now. Everything is orange and red in this apartment. Yeah, it might be a little too red. I don't know. Well, red is the color of passion as well as the color of power and authority. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll take those. Is that why when you bring ladies back here, you're like, I've got a red couch. So passion, let's, let's fuck. Is that, is that the idea behind it? I know, but sure. You whatever, know, whatever is getting people to want to fuck. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> there we go. Chris, you're, you're laughing silently. Free, feel free. Oh, to, I wasn't sure talk, if I should yeah. talk yet. You oh, know, yeah, no, we're not professionals. Oh, okay. Sorry, you guys. I've been here the whole time. But, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I feel like I misled them. Yeah, a minute ago, we uh, we had to walk around outside in your red rain jacket. That's why I mentioned that with the hat. We were searching for our guest. We were afraid that we lost our guest. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> Definitely possible. Getting lost in Brooklyn, black guy. Getting lost in Brooklyn, that's possible. Especially in this part of Williamsburg where it's all like waterfronty and all, yeah. you know. It was fun because I was asking people, I was like, hey, do you guys know where the pier is? I was like, uh, why? I was like, I need to go somewhere. Just tell me where it's at. The pier? The pier. The pier. The pier. So, yeah. Okay. I talk very weird. Don't worry. You'll hear a lot of it today, you guys. I'm sorry if anyone's like, no, I just hear Nazi. pear. No, you're fine. Just I also love club. the red hat because, yeah, people look at that and they get angry and they have to look at it and go, all right, cool. Never mind. You're fine. Uh-huh. I'm way over here. I saw a dude and he had, it said, make, uh, America, New York. That's what it said on it. It just said that. And I was like, you have no idea how much danger you're in. <laughs> just make. I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, never mind. It's fine. Was it red? It was red. And he was an Asian guy. And I was like, yeah. I, we're, we're trying to, me and the Asian guy, we're trying to take back red hats. <laughs> Good luck, you guys. You can't, own red, you can't own a red hat. Well, I feel like unless it's like specifically associated with like uh, some sort of sports team or something, it's, you know, people do get mad at you for it these days. Like, unless you're like a, a Cincinnati Reds fan or like an Arizona Cardinals fan or something. You know, you still have other people that hate you, but yes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but for a totally different reason. For a whole different reason. Although I feel like the Venn diagram of people in Arizona or rural Ohio who own both the those kind of hats and the MAGA hat <laughs> kind exists. Of, yeah, yeah I definitely do. <laughs> All right. So let's take a minute and meet our guest, Sandy. We're going to introduce our guest to the world. Yes, our guest is Chris Hamilton. Hey, guys. How you guys yeah. doing? Uh, Chris, how are you doing? Uh, Chris, any projects that you're working on? I'm working on a few things. Uh, I'm pitching pilots to uh, Tidal, uh, Jay-Z's music thing. They're trying to do more uh, uh, music and client things, but not just videos, music videos. So, yeah. So you do music as well as comedy? No, not at all. Uh, this thing <laughs> I'm doing is a, is a talking head. It's uh, called Deciphers. I can't really say too much about it because... Okay. We're still in the process of selling it. Are you allowed to even say the name? I hope so. Okay. Because if I find out I can't, I'll just have to change the name now. Yeah, I'll have to. Oh, yeah. Well, 
But who cares, man? It'll be dope. That means you guys are getting listeners. So this will be great for all of us. If one of our four dozen listeners uh, (laughs) tried to ruin your career with that, that'd be pretty amazing. Oh, that'd be perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, things like that. Um, I'm working on like a web series, and I think we all are, aren't we? At this point, we're all doing a web series. Oh, you know what it is, man? In this scene, I've noticed is that there's people who talk about doing shit, and then there's people that actually execute doing shit. Yes. And like... Like this podcast is an example of something that, you know, I've done for almost three years, but I, I have a ton of other ideas for other shows and web web series. I just yeah. have never taken the time to execute. Yeah. And so like there are talkers and doers and the fact that you're actually in the process of doing it is fucking your head and shoulders above a lot of people oh, that I, I know. I appreciate you that. Know? You know, it, that's actually better than the guys who just want to meet up and do nothing. <laughs> have you ever met yeah. those guys? They just meet up and they go, hey, we got to do this and that and this. And we go, all right, yeah. cool. Let's do it tomorrow. It's like, no, let's meet up and meet up again it's like no that's not helping let's meet up and discuss the the, what we're gonna do (laughs) yeah no 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 no. you do have to have a planning meeting yeah but then your next meeting has to be something towards either finding a venue or finding some kind of execution the next you can't just get high again yeah yeah (laughs) you're not you're not accomplishing anything uh yeah, and I, I've been in a few of those type of meetings. It was a little worse. Hang out and drink, and then they hang out and drink the next week, and you're yeah. like, well, we're not accomplishing anything. <laughs> yeah, that's all. They're just drinking. Fucking our livers up. <laughs> um, all right. So, Sandeep Sin, do you want to... Um, we, we once again did not discuss beforehand the order we're going to do. Oh, let's start. Let's start this week in okay. Australia. Fuck it. All right. Uh, this is a fun story. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Uh, this comes to us... Uh, we're, uh, so, a bride in Australia... Uh, caused outrage when she made ridiculous demands of her guests for her wedding. And I already love this. Someone posted the thing on Reddit, and that's how it became viral. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to read. Shout out to Reddit. Posted this. Someone posted her demands on Reddit, the message she sent to all the guests. And so that's how it went viral. Reddit is a website known for very civil people. No outrage. Shout out to Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so glad that someone posted it because this is the kind of shit that, that we always get mad at the internet because it like it makes stories out of nothing yeah. and people get really angry. But this kind of behavior being called out, which would never have done, you know, in the pre-internet world. Uh, so this is the post, okay? Right. Hey everyone, I'm just gonna read the post because I, I heard this is a bride's we'll, post. Yeah. Okay. Who's ready for Hawaii 2019? In anticipation of the wedding, and believe me, I know it's a long way, but I would still like to announce the dress code. I'm giving you long notice of a year and a half so that you'll have time to find and pick out something nice. Uh, the dress I already is, hate this woman, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the dress code is very... Uh, smiley emoji. The dress code is very specific because it'll be used to create an incredible visual effect. If done right, it'll make our synchronized dancing along the beach really pop. Ugh. So without further ado, oh. women 100 to 160 pounds. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, this is great. Wait, yeah. she, wait, wait, wait. She's stratifying the women that are attending her wedding by weight class. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. She's a winner, you guys. She's a winner. Green velvet sweater. Oh, I love that color. Orange suede pants. Mm. Lebowden heels. In parentheses, the famous red heeled shoes. When we spin and lift our feet, the effect will amaze you. Uh, Louis, I did Louis some Tom research. Say that, by the way. What? Nothing. Christian Louboutin. It's a, yeah. Never oh, you know, Chris. I, yeah, I looked it up. Christian you know that song, Louboutin. Apple bottom shoes. And Jeans, boots with, with the, fur. the fur. Yeah. That's about those kind of, well, the song's not about those kind of shoes, but like, that's the kind of thing that like when some girl is like level 10 pretentious, she has men buy for her to show that she, um, wait, is, is boots is with the fur, the Louboutin, he came up with the boots with the fur? 
Is this no, like, no, boots of the fur. I think about like UGG boots, but no, okay. like yeah, it, it, it's it's a class. It's like a it's a status symbol for women. You know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently, like, well, like like when a dude buys like an expensive car, or like a watch, women like the red bottom shoes because it shows yeah. I got money, yo. And is, shoes. this Lebodin is that the premier? Is that the the brand you think about? Like like what you think of yes. UGGs with the boots with the yes. fur? Oh, the, yeah. So she's like the famous red bottom shoe. I looked this up. Those those shoes are seven hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Lebodin heels. That's like for the starter model, by the way. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Burberry scarf. I looked up Burberry scarves. Those are two hundred to four hundred dollars. Yeah, this is a thousand dollars of accessories. Just this is before the. And w- which weight class was this? A one hundred one sixty pounds. One hundred two one sixty. Yeah, that's a pretty wide range, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think trying to cover some base. Yeah, that's yeah. Encompassing most women, so or a lot yeah. of women. Uh, then men, 100 to 200 pounds. Purple fuzzy jacket, soda hat. Uh, I looked what up soda hat. Soda hat, yeah. All that's coming up is like those those hats with the soda with the, the sides of them. Yeah, you can put the soda in the sides of the hat with the straws. That's what's coming up on Google. I don't what know if the fuck. Oh, okay, well, that might be like an. But one of soda those hat is term. um is capitalized. I don't know if that's a brand, but in Google, soda that's hat just comes up, up with that. Mm. That sounds like that was probably it, though. Uh, all white trainers and plain glow sticks. Trainers. Women, 160 plus pounds. All black sweater and pants. Any material, <laughs> black heels. This is almost like oh it's better goodness. to be fat because you don't have to spend so much money. You can yeah. just buy. <laughs> well, no, but like it's also like your 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 body shaming. So you're like, are right, you need to wear like the dark color so you don't pop out in the yeah, video right see your head. or whatever? Yeah. Like women, 160. <laughs> we want to see you. The fat chicks just just wear black and kind yeah. of blend into the blend background. Blend in, stay in the shadows, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, men, 200 plus pounds, all camouf- camouflage and black sneakers. Children, red from head to toe. Remember, the kids will form the shape of a heart. It needs to be true red, not blood orange or some bullshit. <laughs> this wow. shit is in the message. <laughs> kind of like uh, your fashion accessories there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, blood orange. I don't know yeah. why that tied in so well. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so additionally, we will require that you wear formal attire after the dancing is ended. Please bring a change of clothing. Remember, the venue is extremely upscale. We want to be looking our absolute best. Ladies and gents, please, if you look like trash, so will we. All jokes aside. <laughs> I love that. I first love of that. all. I love that so much. She says all jokes aside. There, what was the, there, there was no joke, she said. She's like, if we look like trash, so will we. I guess that's a joke, but not really. So I'm, I'm Googling the soda thing. I think that Scotch men is a type of hat in Australia. It appears to be like a knit cap, like a winter-looking cap, Okay, I guess. So that makes a little more sense than a booze at the football game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, we want you to invest in an outfit valued at least $1,000. So you have to buy a plane ticket to Australia. <laughs> well, where's this one? No, Hawaii. 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 Oh, Hawaii. So she's from Australia. Yeah. yeah. Plane ticket to Hawaii. That can't be cheap. Did you look up that, how much that would be? No. but Again, I want to look it up right now. No, keep, keep talking yeah. about the story for a second. I want to ask Travelocity how much that would cost. <laughs> we want you to invest at least a thousand bucks. This includes jewelry, accessories, makeup, and hair. Remember, ladies and gents, this wedding is 24K themed for a reason. You have a year and a half to get working. No excuses! Excla- exclamation point. Mwah! With the, with the lip emoji. Oh, man. That's yeah. the message. This right here is a woman who's never been told no before in her life. Holy fuck. Yes. It, it, this is absolutely who this is. This is has to be somebody who was like the prom queen. I want to see the footage. Okay, like uh, yeah. I need to see. I want to see what she looks like. Yeah. She's probably smoking hot. First I of all, I doubt it. <laughs> I yeah, d- I... she's 
You doubt it or you think so? I doubt so? it. I don't think she can be. No, I, th- I think she she's one of those women who's smoking hot. No one's ever told her no, ever mm. in her life. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, it's no got to be. No, no one, one would take this shit from an ugly person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, yeah. like, like beautiful people get away with so much shit that they would have the fucking balls. I'd be, I'd be more down yeah. taking it from an ugly person. Like, yeah, you, I didn't expect you to get married. Let's do this shit. <laughs> but if you're pretty, like, no, fuck you. I'm not well, because an ugly person you. is just thankful to be getting married in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. he'll make a fucking production but out the, of it. Yeah, it's almost like a make a wish, right? Like, she doesn't know. She didn't think she was going to get married. She's like, oh, please, just wear this. I, I thought about this for years. Dude. I'm like, oh, right, cool. Dude, that's fu- that'd be a funny idea for a sketch. Like, make a witch like like the, the ugly people wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. I never oh, saw it coming, man. man. That would be really funny. Uh, oh, I, my goodness. I just hope that no one shows up. I just hope that. I mean, whoever shows that's up. That's what one of those. So one of the Reddit people was like, I bet. I hope like no one shows up. No one just cancels yeah, just on this wedding. Go. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, dude, asking someone to come to your destination wedding. By the way, have you guys ever been to a destination wedding? Not in, no, no. I've been to I one. I, I went with it. my my ex years ago, and it was awesome. Like it was on the beach and all that stuff. But like, yeah, it, it's a lot to ask of somebody to take like a minimum like three four days off of work yeah. to do a long weekend in another another country and to you know plane ticket hotel and all that. And on top of that, we're asking them to spend over a grand at least. She said on That's an outfit. Wait, yeah. it's a grand just for the Burberry scarf and those fucking shoes. She wants you to spend <laughs> yeah. another grand on the evening wear. Not that, and then there's other shit you have to buy for the be, aside from the shoes. Then you have to fly there. I Seriously. mean, yeah, not doing it, not doing it. Uh, I don't understand destination weddings. <laughs> yeah, like let's spend three or four days on the beach with other people's grandparents. You know, yeah. let's use- <laughs> <laughs> I kind of understand destination weddings in that it, it kind of it weeds out your trashiest friends if you don't want them to show up at your wedding. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, yeah. You mean your poor friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone says this, like, reads out your real friends. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, poor people aren't, can't be so real the, the friends. So the cheapest yeah, flights yeah. from Australia, I'm looking them up. I checked Melbourne and Sydney. They're around at least seven to $900 for the cheapest Ridiculous. flight. And that's usually with some kind of layover. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're asking for a grand for an outfit and a grand just to get there. And I'm assuming for, it's a, if it's a nice hotel, you're, you're talking probably at least six to seven hundred per night in the I hotel. I just want to specify that it's a grand for the evening wear and an extra grand for the Burberry scarf and the fucking shoes. Yeah. It's two grand at least for the that yeah, outfit. So, you, so you're asking these people to drop at, at the very, very bottom end six grand just to uh, just to, to witness watch fucking you. your true love. That's, uh, I can yeah. And oh, by the way, I just want to say something else. This is wedding is taking place in Hawaii and everyone's wearing velvet sweaters and fuzzy jackets. Yeah. They're gonna be all black sweater. They're gonna be. They're gonna be boiling. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound. Yeah. That's stupid, man. I feel like a destinating wedding is just like a common person's bringer. <laughs> You're just bringing people out to watch you <laughs> do a horrible set. Look at guests. Go ahead, get married. I don't give a fuck. That's right. And they're always trying to say it's on a beach, like you having fun. But the only people that go are old people because uh, they're the only ones who can afford to go to the wedding. So it's like. It's like uh, it's not a wet. It's like the only wet T-shirts are from Drool. By the way, I just want to say I've been to two beach weddings, and I don't want to have a beach wedding when and if I ever get married. Um, if I ever meet anybody who wants to fucking put up with me, because the the thing is, have you ever been to a beach wedding? Yes. Logistically, they kind of suck. Yeah. Right, because you're in formal wear on the beach and it's sunny. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I was a groomsman in one of them, and so I was re- required to keep my fucking shoes on, and nobody else that was attending the wedding was. But also too. Uh, it's loud as fuck because the the waves crashing are super loud. So unless there's some type of like loudspeaker and you're giving everyone mics, 
you're not going to hear anybody's vows or anybody talking. You're just going to see them talking while all you hear is waves crashing. <laughs> right. And, and the windy. sun beating down on your dark fucking suit. Yeah, and it's windy as <laughs> all fuck, too. Okay, like, it's, yeah, so beach wedding is kind of blow. Like, I would, I love to have one, like, old people are passing out. Yeah, exactly. Old people are passing out. Dehydrated. The the sun's beating on them. They already got skin cancer and probably other kinds of cancer because they're old. Like, yeah, Yeah. it's just the only single chicks are widows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's terrible. It is. Yeah. So beach weddings are uh, on paper sound amazing, but they actually kind of blow. Weddings are already fun. You don't need the destination part. You know, it's already a joyous occasion. They need a destination funeral. That's the what makes sense to me. That's actually yeah. genius. That's really genius. Yeah. Please say goodbye to grandma. You know what? And the... lovely Acapulco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should write up your own for like when you have your destination funeral. I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> right. I. This is. I, so we always. I always pick stories because there's some like concept. Yeah. That I try to like the more universal concept, and the concept yeah. here is white people. Completely. Oh, I want to ask you white. about white people. No Chris, question. The, um, Phil, Chris is black. I'm Indian. I don't understand. You're pretty white, though. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I am pretty white, but I would never. This is where you know I would know. First of all, any Indian wedding would never ask anyone to buy anything for their fucking wedding. Well, yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's a concept of Indian, Indian you don't weddings. Make are, guests pay money. Indian weddings yeah. are about cost cutting, right? I mean, well, no, no, no. The, 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 actually, the, the couple getting married is pretty, they spend a pretty outrageous actually, amount. Actually, no, didn't we do Their a weddings story, are, are abnormally big. We did big. a story about a year ago about an, an Indian wedding where it was like some super rich guy, and he, he literally, it was a five-day-long wedding where he yeah. paid for everything, and there were like horse and carriages to and from the hotel and the reception, and it was five days of partying. Right. No, so, Indian weddings are pretty lavish. So over the top. They, they spend, yeah. they penny pinch, but they do spend money on weddings. Yeah. But the thing is, in Indian culture, you don't make guests do anything. That's and so you would amazing. never ask a guest to bring Let anything. Let me ask you something, Sandy. Yeah. So it, what, what would happen if, if you met a white girl that you really liked, and she liked you, and you guys wanted to tie the knot? Would your family and her family, would you guys have to have two weddings? Like one where you guys have those like neon outfits for the Indian wedding, and then one American one? Or would your would your family be willing to bend to do the more traditional uh, one with the white dress and the tux? Or how would that work? Do you think at this point, if I was getting married, my parents would, you know, if I, you know, they would wear the fucking burqa if, if, yeah. <laughs> if it meant I was getting married. <laughs> but right. you know what? What they would do is if there was any sort of dress code, yeah, we would pay. They would pay for the any anyone you're making to wear anything. Unless it's like something generic, like black shoes or something. Yeah, uh, and that's what I wanted to question about white people. I don't understand okay. this whole concept of in these white people weddings, they make the like bridal party and the groom party buy their own shit, and it's usually really expensive. And I don't understand this concept. Explain white people to me. Well, the, first of all, it depends on the wedding you're going to. I've been a groomsman in several weddings now. Uh, I think three or four at this point. And the thing is, a lot of the time. They will tell you like, oh, look, just bring your own shit. We're wearing like this color and just kind of do whatever. But at other weddings, like when I went to last year, uh, they tell you, you have to go to this brand and you have to get fitted. Uh, and this, like we, we've picked the outfits out. You have to go fitted. Um, you know, sometimes they help you pay for it. Sometimes they don't. Uh, it depends on the wedding. Oftentimes it's, it's just loose. It's like, look, wear a white shirt with a black tie and a black, uh, coat and you're good. Other times it's like, we're wearing ivory with striped ties Ugh. or whatever. It depends on the wedding, depends on the people. If the, I, no, the I, I totally get the, if you're just saying wear something white and the a black, is, you don't, the, they don't pay the for it. The pattern that. is this. The more money the family has 
the um the more picky they are about the shit that you're going to be doing. But then they don't like pay this. for the thing that they're making everyone get. Like the bridesmaid dress is the classic. Like it's like they the stereotype is like they they have to wear like certain dresses that are ugly. And they're like some pastel. Isn't this a, yeah, they, yeah, they have to wear yeah. some pastel fucking dress that you'd never. And then it also be the exact same dress, so they have yeah. to buy the dress. And then they don't pay for the dress. And wedding people, weddings are like younger people, youngish people, so they yeah. don't have a lot of money to begin with. And like you're, you're making them pay for the wedding. Well, the thing that's the cool dress. is that I'm a dude. And how usually, does well, how are white people getting away with this? Well, no, the thing is, is that <laughs> first of all, it sucks for the women because like the bridesmaid dresses are really expensive. Yes, Those things are they start at usually like five hundred dollars. That's on like the low end usually. Right. And the thing is, like they're all matching. Whereas the dudes, they they'll literally just say to us like, "Oh yeah, um, the bridesmaids are wearing uh, pastel purple." And this is totally true. Last year at one of the weddings I went to, they just gave us purple ties. And they're like, here, just wear that because it matches their dresses. <laughs> like, that yep. was the only part of the code yeah. we were required yeah. to wear. And so, like, but as generally a dude, you have to rent a tux, right? As well, no, 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 no. Some of the weddings, they just say, hey, wear, wear your best black suit and we're going to give you the tie to go with it. It's fine. Uh. Um, it depends on which wedding. Again, and one of the other weddings I went to where I was a groomsman, I was required to go to, I think it was either Men's Warehouse or Joseph A. Bank, specifically just to get fitted for a specific outfit. It depends on the family. It depends on how much they But the richer they are, the more they make you spend. Yeah, that is weird. Because another one I went weird. to, literally they just said, oh yeah, wear a white shirt, you're good. <laughs> so it depends on what, um, you know, what family it is and how picky they are and all this kind of stuff. What, is there a black wedding culture Chris, uh, oh, Chris if, is black. If, if we're know. lucky, if we're lucky to get <laughs> if married, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. You know, and usually the kid is the, you know, their kid is the wing bearer, the ring bearer. So, yeah, we don't do anything special. Their kid, yes, the couple's yes, kid. Because they definitely have a kid before they got married. That's, That's funny. how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. And sometimes the city already marries them. Seven years, you stay together in the same mm -hmm. house, you're married. So that's that's what we do out but here. But they don't make anyone <laughs> buy anything, right, to attend the wedding? <laughs> not, not, no, we don't. Unless there's really one thing that we need, but that's already done. That's that's done at the you know the baby shower. So yeah, okay. it usually goes baby <laughs> shower, then it goes uh, bachelor party, and then it goes wedding. <laughs> so it's all, it's all backwards. I actually, good. I went to a wedding this last summer where uh, both the uh, people had kids separately from other people. Yeah, and it was actually cool because they involved the kids in the ceremony. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually kind of a cool. It was it was a really like fun. thing thing where they made everyone get in a circle and hold hands as a family and shit and it yeah. was a, is that is that a thing you see at, at black weddings not to stereotype you no, yeah, it's you not are, a stereotype but... and obviously i'm joking around too because there's some that definitely just you know fucking yeah. oh wait, wait but that person's usually a republican um <laughs> but yeah yeah <laughs> one of the like, eight black republicans in america <laughs> yeah yeah, one yeah, of them, right? yeah yeah uh but yeah so normally it's just like a, a thing where uh, if you have a child or, you know, uh, you know, before you get married, you go, oh, this person's going to be a part of it. Like I was a part of my parents' wedding. I don't remember it because I was like a five months old or whatever, but they just put the ring on me and they just brought me in. So, yeah. Who's, like, who's baby kid Jesus. were you? Oh, I belonged to both of them. That was oh. a, it was a rare thing. It was are, they still, <laughs> are they still together? No, my father's dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, nah, it's all right. You didn't kill him. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, that's the second time in less than a month I asked about somebody's parents and they had a dead dad in the show. Funny. Yeah, they go That's really the fast. Time. They go, like, they, they, you know, it's like the whole Lion King thing. They don't look right. the whole thing. It reminds me of like when you're a kid, and they have like, dude, that guy's uh, dad can do so many pull-ups. You should ask him. And then you're like, how many pull-ups do your dad do? And he's like, either my dad's dead or he lost both of his arms in the war. It's a funny joke. Oh, they didn't do that to you as a kid. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's so genius. <laughs> Look, it's dad. Fuck you. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so. 
Uh, let's get the verdict. This is, I think. Well, wait, I just want to say. Oh, there's more. There's more on this. I just want to reenact. If you sent this wedding to Indian people, this invitation to Indian people. They'd be like, fuck you. I mean, the outrage. Most people should say that, yeah. 400 people. They would be like, wait, we have to buy Burberry scarf? (laughs) What is Burberry scarf? And then you're like, Sheila, how much is Burberry scarf? And then you're like, $200. $200? We have to buy that. And then you'd just, you'd have to, they'd call the fucking parents of the, they'd call the parents of the fucking groom. (laughs) Are you making me buy a fucking scarf? And it would just cause so much outrage. Well, you know what you got to do in that case is if I'm inviting Indians to my wedding, I'll also send a brochure for a sample sale for Burberry. (laughs) So they can buy those 80% off and feel like they save money and come to my wedding no 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 hey, that's, wait we have to go to the sale and then buy i mean it would just be this is where i'm proud of my indian culture they would this would never fly <laughs> and just buying one thing would be just really anger i like how the thing you're most proud of is cheapness cheapness yeah, yeah. well they did with fucking yeah you did some fucking checks and balances you white people just uh, fucking <laughs> you fucking accommodate the bride and all the brides really important then they start sending this shit out the fucking buy this fucking ugly ass dress that no one's gonna you're not gonna wear oh and it's on you by the way 500 bucks yeah thanks thanks for being my friend and then they have then these white people they have the fucking they have something before the they have something before the wedding yeah which is the bridal shower then they also have the bachelorette party and all the fucking bridal party is paying for all this. I've talked to so many bridal people who like their fucking friends getting married and they have like three people getting married and every weekend they're doing something for it. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? I can't wait till you get married, Sandeep, and I get to hear about all this shit. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, no, no. Anyone I married, I mean, they would, we would, they would, I would, no. I would put the cut. No. Yeah. You, just, <laughs> you would right. just do like the, the white trash thing and you would just have like a picnic. Be like, just fucking show up and bring food. No, either we pay for everything we require or none of that shit. Okay. Well, that's very courteous. This is a question. Do you do this at weddings? Uh, Sometimes you put money on the bride. Do you do that? No, I've never heard of that. on the bride. Like a stripper? Yes. Uh, Is that just a... Okay, I hope that's not just a black thing. Oh, I want to know. Maybe that's just like a... It sounds like it. I'm hoping it's a poor thing and not a black thing. I don't know. I've never heard... I've been in some fucking... Poor people where you shower the bride with cash. You You take like a safety pin and you put like... Fifty dollars or twenty on the on the on the wife, and like it'll be on her dress. So she was walking around the whole thing. With like I've never heard of her that, up no. with money, and I've been at some Wait, white what? trash weddings. So. Oh fuck! Wait, is it a Maybe certain a time thing. or just throughout the wedding? I think as... no, it's it's after the wedding. Usually, like the reception after the whole thing is done, and she's walking around, and we like, oh, put put five dollars in the breast, and like, oh, fucking here you go on her breast. Sometimes it depends if you're like the creepy uncle. So you do it. What are you kidding me? This is ah, uh, fun. Oh my God. This is a total black thing. Because it's happened yeah. at multiple weddings that you've been at that are black. I've, I've been to two black weddings, which is a lot. Okay. Because they don't happen often. But yeah. And both of them, they had this bride money stripper uncle touching the boob of the. <laughs> You're making it sound weird, but yeah, it's a thing. It is weird. <laughs> Wait, you do put it on the boob though. Well, that you don't. Is you don't okay. have to. You can put it. But anywhere. you can. Like you that's can... not considered. Like, dude, what the fuck? Well, are you doing? It's, it's only weird <laughs> if you like make it weird. You know what I mean? You just fucking, <laughs> what? You just fucking do it. No, 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 no. Wait, go. no, 50. no. I'm calling you out. This is not one of those. Oh no, it sounds worse than it is. Situations. Yeah, not- this just is weird. Is, is that weird? I feel like yes. She, she you go congratulations. I hope everything works. Here's fifty, and you keep it. She moves. Okay, look, you're, you're, not, you're not handing it to her. You're putting your safety pinning it to her dress, right? Yes, yes. And it puts so holes in her dress. Fifty. The the motion that is accompanying isn't like. Handing it, yeah, yeah. You she's not supposed to touch it. Yeah, she puts a, it, and then at the end of it, they take them off. Uh, and and on, yeah. on the boobs, it is perfectly legit. You can't look. I, I would say, <laughs> I've seen it happen where the there's a money in there, and 
Oh, it happens. Boobs, not safety pin to the boobs. No, yeah, not safety pin to the boobs. Yeah, okay. like you. But that's weirder if you like just put it down the cleavage. But I have seen that happen. That but sometimes amazing. it's done for fun. Like sometimes uh, you know the bridesmaids are doing it. Sometimes like yeah. a lady's doing it. Once in a while, you'll catch like a creepy uncle that's doing some shit. Like yeah, but like it's. <laughs> It's, I thought it was a, a poor thing, but apparently it's a black thing. Oh. I crossed my arms. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, what about her ass? Can you? Are, is, there, is there money to her ass? Oh, yeah. Too? People pin, pin on ass, too. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like a, it's a nice thing. So she walks around. She has the money. So when they're done, you have money to fucking when you go on your, you know. Uh, right. Well, I would say the that Bahamas. I get the concept of giving the <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that the uh, white wedding, we usually have a table set aside. Leave your gifts here. Yeah, right. That's how we do. Yeah. We don't pin it to dress. Well, we have gifts too, but we don't. No, you don't do nothing at all. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what kind of music are you guys? Playing I gotta go. I gotta go. That? Oh, you know are what you guys that playing? Music. Like I wanna <laughs> lick, 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 lick you from your head, head to, to your, your toe. toe. I wanna. Yeah. Do you do like the whole garter <laughs> thing? We yeah, white like, people do that. Yeah, yeah, we do that too. Yeah, so that happens. That happens. You, all right. Yeah. So I think uh, this. this oh, wait, what about rural America? Like I, and I, so you're from yeah, rural America where people don't have that much money. Do they still make people do this shit in rural? No, America? No, usually when 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 you go to a rural American wedding or funeral, it's literally just like, yo, we're the nicest thing you got. Show up at this place at this time. I went to a wedding last year that literally was like we're doing it in, in a park. We talk to the town. We have the gazebo for like an hour or two on a Saturday. We're going to get married there to show up. We're your nicest thing. We'd love to see you. It's, it's much more casual. Uh, and like, I went to a funeral years and years ago where uh, two of the pallbearers who were in the family who were from like a not so nice part of the family literally were wearing just like polo shirts because it's the okay. nicest thing they owned. Nice. And so, like, yeah. that, it's more like, again, it's all about the, the what class you are as opposed to what race you are with this kind of stuff. Are they yeah, pinning yeah. Um, chewing tobacco tablets to the, <laughs> to the bride? Or, or, or. Yeah, they give out school coupons depending <laughs> if you go to the right funeral. So I think the outrage in this, this woman is definitely legit. I'm going legit in this one. You with me? Oh, totally. All right. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad of the internet. I was, I've been down oh, with the yeah. internet. I'm so glad with the internet with this. All right. And so, uh, wait, we didn't, wouldn't get Chris's opinion. Oh, no, I also think it's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's reasonable outrage. Yes. All right. So we're going to, and weirdly enough, this story segues so nicely into our next one. We're talking about uh, songs and we're talking about black people. And uh, this, oh, yeah, well, it's people like this in this next story that, that uh, had created the need for those kind of (laughs) protest songs. All right. So this story comes to us. We're going to come stateside now and we're going to go to Dover, New Hampshire. Which is a town of roughly thirty thousand people, one point seven percent of which are black and ninety point six percent of which are white. I think you can already tell where this story is going. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So this the story is about a month old, but I wanted to do it anyway because I thought it was kind of just so absurd. This happened at the Dover, New Hampshire high school, where uh, students were assigned to uh, write a holiday jingle about a racial event in American history using the theme of. Uh, any famous Christmas song they wanted. And so some kids chose the KKK <laughs> and they did Jingle Bells to the theme of KKK. And the song, one of the lyrics in it, or the chorus in it rather, was KKK, KKK, let's kill all the blacks, burn a cross in their You're singing that too whimsical, never okay? Come back. Huh? <laughs> You're singing that too whimsical, okay? You're too happy about this I'm, one. I'm joking. <laughs> Well, uh, Phil's I, made I, the I, remix already. <laughs> yeah, he's already yeah. doing it. <laughs> Pete Diddy's on the I back. I definitely butcher that second line, by the <laughs> way. But yeah, and there are other lyrics in the song that reference uh, 1865, which is a year they were formed, and also JFK, uh, and also many, many 
uh, positions in, within the KKK because they have like the wizards and the Cyclops and all that bullshit. Uh, and I would say, <laughs> I would say that the uh, in terms strictly of the metric of the assignment, I think they nailed it. Yeah, they did. They got it. They got the job done. It's fucking amazing. All right. Okay, I vaguely remember singing this song or a song like this. What? Growing up. <laughs> like it was a song. Like they you putting a song to jingle bells. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not okay. promoting that you are the, not promoting yeah. that the KKK is correct, but. All right, now this is the KKK yeah, version. Yeah, you're redhead, man. You ain't helping yeah. yourself. I'm sorry. Keep going. Well, so knows. I don't think I think the students are lying that the this who this assignment that they he cl- they claim that they were assigned a teacher made them write a racist song. I don't think so. Well, I think no, they got busted about, and then they tried to blame the teacher. Did you was this was this? Real? Yeah, I got a little bit of that. Here's the thing. Uh, I think you're right about that part because the assignment I guess was to do some type of racial event in American history to a, uh, a a holiday tune. Yeah, no one. That's not an assignment. That's not a real assignment. No one's assigning that. Well, no. The thing is, the assignment wasn't to promote the Klan. Yeah. Okay. Right, but just to say no, write a to the tune of a take a racist event and write a song well, to first the of all, tune of a Christmas. That is way too specific. They were just like busted doing it. Like, no, this was the assignment. Well, first yeah. of all, this is a town of ninety percent white people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that unreasonable. Okay, it's really not that unreasonable. No, no. If you're gonna be racist, you're not gonna. This is still a ridiculous assignment. If you're gonna be racist, just be like, hey, write down all the reasons black people should be uh, export de- deported or can't uh, vote or some well, shit. No, you, know, <laughs> just be you wouldn't be this weird ass fucking creative assignment. Well, like, in the last verse of a make song, make an too, onomatopoeia rhyme with the <laughs> ABBA theme. Of- in the last verse of a song, too, they 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 talked about how like the Klan left scars on the country and all this stuff. So like these kids weren't promoting the Klan. I do think that. Yeah. Look, they took a risk and and they they did something risque. And by the way, these kids are in the eleventh grade. They're fifteen, maybe sixteen year old kids. They're not adults, okay. And once in a while, you know, when you get told to do a presentation type assignment, you fuck around. You know, you do that you when you're a fuck kid. Around, yeah. You fuck around. And so it's one one of those things where I, I I you know again we're not endorsing the clan, but if somebody wants I to am. do let's speak for yourself, <laughs> yeah, you and your fucking red baseball cap, yeah. okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're not endorsing being racist, but they 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 made a holiday jingle about the KKK, <laughs> as we do. Yeah, as children do. Well, and there, there's all kinds of variants that kids do, like you know the the Batman one, like the right, exactly. Uh, jingle bells, Batman, Batman smells, smells, Robin, Robin Lade, it? yeah, that yeah. one. And so, uh, look, the black should die. Sorry, uh, that's not a song. <laughs> oh, that, that's the seldom known third verse of the uh, <laughs> okay, Batman I'm sorry, parody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, well, how, how do you? What's your initial reaction to this? When I, here, okay, a little background on me is I used to work at a, as a journalist uh, producer for CBS This Morning with Gail King and Charlie Rose. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Awesome. I, I used to, but one of the things I definitely knew that they tried to do is. is uh, more of clickbaity, and when mm-hmm. you listen to the song and you actually listen to like read the article or uh, listen to uh, when they do the whole uh, casting on it, you go, "Oh, it's not even that bad of a song." You hear these kids and they're singing it, but they're singing it more in a historical way. It's like yeah, there are facts in it. Yeah, yeah, with facts in it. It's yeah. like it's like a uh, uh, what is uh, Schindler's List. Like when you write the script, there's gonna be some bad shit in there about killing Jews. <laughs> you got words. You gotta like I gotta throw them in there. That's what they said. This is what they did. It seemed more of that. That's what we're going for. They were going more for historical facts rather than just this. And also, I tried to do the jingle with Jews. It doesn't work. It doesn't sound as good. You have to say blacks. It just sounds better. So uh, when I black, yeah. So, yeah, it has a nice like K at the yeah, yeah, black, uh, yeah, but Jew, that doesn't have nothing to it. Um, 
So when I listened to that, I got, I was like, oh man, that's fuck. But then I listened to the song and I was like, okay, well, they were being kids. There was no hatred between it. They were just like, oh no, this is the time you signed us to. We did it. You got outraged. Someone recorded it. That's what happened. This I'm, is a song. I'm, this is already a song. This out. This is not an assignment. I I think this this these kids lied that they were given an assignment. Yeah, cover the lied. fact they were scared because they were just singing a song that they and they were hoping the teacher never heard that version. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we totally wrote this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's also the thing: the teacher had to read it too before letting them sing it. Right? Like they, I assume so. She looked. Oh, ooh, wow. Well, you want to do this one? And he's like, Yeah, give it to us. Like, well, and this is the type of shit that happens in towns of ninety plus percent white people. This reminds me of something that happened to me in high school, uh, where we were assigned in in this class we were in to, to burn do, across, and this is like. That was the homework, okay, Sandeep? <laughs> I'm talking about the actual... So the assignment one day in class, it, this is like my senior year of high school, so I would have been like 17 at the time, was to create a fake product that you think solves a problem in society. And yeah, so I don't that. remember what I thought of. I probably thought of something that was like super preppy, like solar-powered cars or something. But this other kid in my class, he, he invented... A uh, he invented high uh, um, pneumatic powered high powered hair clippers, specifically for black people, mm. <laughs> for black people hair, which is pretty fucking racist. Mm. Okay, to do something like that. Wait, doesn't that already exist? It's called. I the, don't the, know. Called I don't... the clipper. You know, like that thing <laughs> that you turn no, on. Isn't like super high powered. Like, and it was just to solve the problem of black hair, which is such a shit. It, it was a shit thing this kid did. But then the twist of this was that the, the next day, the teacher redistributed people's uh, fake products randomly throughout the class. So, of course, I got this, kids. Uh, of course. Yeah. And you had to promote it? I, no, no, no. The, the, the assignment day two was to think of a second use for the product. Mmm, <laughs> genius. And uh, I, the only thing I could think of, I was like, well, I guess it Was to are... murder said black? <laughs> with the... <laughs> no, I, I was like, okay, well, if they're high power and they clip things, I guess bolt cutters? Right? They could be <laughs> bolt cutters. <laughs> That's all I could think of. And uh, we both got A's. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. Good shit. And that's the kind of thing that happens in white classrooms in America. <laughs> people do shit like that. Because the thing is, you can't give somebody a bad grade because the kid <laughs> the kid thought of like a problem trying, and yeah. he tried to solve it. And I right. really, I was like, well, fuck, I guess the only other thing we could do is this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and so it was one of those things. Was it all where, white kids in your class? Like, was course. there anyone sort of brown, like one, like half Mexican okay, person? This is true. My high school came on uh, the intercom one day and they announced that they were proud that the minority rate in the high school rose to 3%. <laughs> However, they were counting the, all the foreign exchange students who were mostly just like <laughs> white <laughs> Europeans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That are going to leave after like three months, yeah. right? No, we had l less than 10 in my entire school of like 1,100 kids. It was... It Holy was shit. Who were, weren't white. Yeah, it was, it was a... It was a Did you have a camping club? Uh, no, but I'm an Eagle Scout. Yeah, I know so that, but like... Was that the high school? Boy Scouts is basically a camping club. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's that. So How was it, your basketball team? Did it suck? Originally in the state, we were like okay because it's only other white kids. Yeah, going against <laughs> the other white people. Yeah, that's the thing yeah, right. but yeah, well, we couldn't shame. go play against like Hartford or any of the other towns. <laughs> yeah, oh, they they were known pain. to be like they they, they would kick fuck your us ass. up. Yeah. yeah, that's that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, this is just the kind of thing that when you're fucking fifteen and sixteen, you do shit like that when you're in class and you feel like fucking around. And so look. Here's the thing. This is a learning experience for these kids, okay? <laughs> it's like, look, what you did was pretty insensitive, okay? You're, you kind of come off as idiots. With that being said, 
It's good that you got this out of your system when you were 15 in whatever class you were in and not at like a fucking PowerPoint. Wait, I, I disagree. Do do it, it, isn't this song exactly the assignment? Isn't this exactly what the assignment called for? The, the so-called assignment that they claimed that they were assigned? Yeah, but you didn't have isn't to. Isn't this exactly what it was? It was some historical. What was the assignment? The, uh, I guess the assignment was to do something, some type of racial event in history and and make a holiday jingle about it. So the so, racial uh, event is the 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 starting of the, of the two Ku Klux Klux Klan. Yeah, purely by that optic, they did nail it. Right, I think <laughs> yes. they're making. I'm That's saying like they're that. making up this assignment. But if you're saying that, they, what are they learning? They just completed the. It's supposed to be about something upset, like that you're not promoting, but that happened, like some well, okay, racial negative. Let, I guess maybe you could like do Martin Luther King's speech or something to a song, like an uplifting yeah, racial event. Yeah, you could event. do like just. Slavery, or what's another right, like but okay. racial event? You could do the uh, protests in the Chinese camps, stuff like that. What yeah. do you? I mean, well, okay, put yourself in a, in, a, in a young honky's shoes, Chris. Ooh, oh, thank you. Oh, uh, I feel comfortable well, in these shoes. If you were, if you were, were told to do this assignment, like, is there any racial events that you would? I mean, other than the founding of the KKK, which I, I do feel like that's With a little slavery. bit. slavery. I, I feel like I feel like it was a good move. I for me, <laughs> it's a good move. I, I, yeah, okay. I think like you know how do we? Uh, what is it? We have like songs for the uh, the the planets and the stars and the elements to remember them. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Greek letters, mm-hmm. and you have to keep it in your head. How do you keep it in your head? These are ways of doing it. I think they're not saying pros or cons to it. They're just saying these are the information. And then at the end of it, they do even go that yeah, it's messing up our uh, city. So there's. To me, it sounds like they have the jingle that says, oh, remind me, oh, how bad these people are. Why not to be this way? Mm-hmm. But then it just happens to be this controversial topic. I, to me, I go, yeah, no, he, they did their job and they did it very if well. If they did the internment camps, if they did, like, that, that's all a negative thing. They're not, they, they, they nailed the assignment that they claimed that they had, but no one would assign that. But That's here's the I thing. Think. I feel yeah. like the whole class probably had similar songs, right? Like they right. had to, if they all had to do a similar assignment, yeah. right? So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. That's literally. hilarious. <laughs> that could have been it. They, they could have thought that route. They did. They went well, no, further out. I think the, the, the triggering part wasn't that they picked the, the founding of the KKK. I think it's the part where they literally said, let's kill all the blacks. Yeah. Uh, that I understand being triggering. And I feel like, being that these are people who are super young, I mean, I imagine all the other songs that were up there were like super white guilt woke over the top. And they're just like, well, my song is going to be about uh, the Nat Turner uprising and about how it was sad that he wasn't successful and killed all the white people because white people are bad. And look <sighs> at me. I'm one of the good ones. You yeah. know, like that was all the other songs in the class. I guarantee you, uh, especially with that fucking age range. I, don't th- yeah. I think okay, for the high school kids, I don't think they're that they're that way yet. They haven't learned. They haven't lived in Bushwick. Nah, they fucking all in there. <laughs> some all white. You think that? Yeah, they should be that way, but they definitely are that way oh, sometimes. I, 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 I do agree with that though. I, I think that's probably happening. Yeah. Even if the outrage is, let's kill all black. Did they not try to do that? Then who? At what yeah. point do you go? Oh no, that didn't happen. Like no, that definitely did happen. Where's right. the outrage? Is what I would love to know. Like if it is with the lyric, it's like all right now the lyric. What really are you angry about? Because it can't be that they they said this like because that's what they did. That's just like if they did a Hitler thing and it was like, kill all the Jews. Yeah, they did. They tried to kill all the Jews. That was their goal. I yeah, that was their literal uh, intention. Yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah. So what would be the outrage? It's so weird to me, man. But yeah. I did love that song, though. I, I downloaded it. I have it on my phone now. It's amazing. Oh, the, this version of the... <laughs> yes. These white kids? Yes, the Jingle Bells. That's, what I, that's all I'm going to listen to now. But. Dude, it is... And you know the thing is, like, you know, white people always get shit on for not having rhythm. They actually wrote it. 
pretty well syllable for syllable. Yeah. Like it rhymes and everything. Yeah. Like they actually did okay with it. Because they yeah. didn't write the song. This is this is like <laughs> this is like a jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, and they're taking credit for it as an assignment. No, I don't an know, assignment. man. We had I to mean, write a superhero themed. Have you seen it? Uh, I grew up in in white America and I never heard this version of it. I think I would have heard this version. Yeah, yeah, you would have heard that. Have yeah. you not like have you seen a uh, Deadpool when they talk about uh do you want to build a snowman? And talk about how close that is to Father. Do you, have you? Can you hear me? I don't know. What is that? Filler on the roof or something like that? Oh, I never thought of that. But the, yeah, the, the exact same tunes, just different words, and one of them was like more modernized. So I get it. I fuck with it. Yeah, and Frozen is one of the whitest movies ever, too. By the way, oh. we're talking about white things. Oh yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely that. So here's the thing. I I understand possibly how the lyrics could be offensive to people, especially perhaps. I mean, and, and again, I wasn't in the room. Maybe one of the 1.7% of their town of black people was in the class. And, and that person, perhaps that person might've been offended by this. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know all the facts. Um, however, the, the video was spread by a, a girl named Chloe. You yep. took out her phone and did that. First yep. of all, Chloe, what are you doing with your phone out in class? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are you doing? What are you doing, Chloe? <laughs> that is, I guarantee you that is not in the, uh, school handbook. There. That's against the rules. For yes. Sure. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And right now, uh, the response to this was that the teacher is on uh, paid leave right now while they investigate the situation. Uh, I don't know if they're back yet, because, again, this story is a little old, like a month or so old. And there were no, like, follow up stories on it. Yeah. But uh, I, I, this one was tough for me. This one was a really tough one for me, because, like, my initial reaction was like, OK, you're singing about killing black people. That's bad. But then at the same time, it's kind of like what you guys said, where it's like. Oh, like they just did the assignment the way they were told and perhaps maybe got risque with it, but they're 15. Fucking leave them alone. And so this one is really, I don't know, man. Sonny, how do you, how do you, how are you going to vote on this one? I don't, I don't think this is a real assignment. I think the kids are lying. Oh, you think That's the kids thing. just wanted to do I something I want some, someone else in the class who didn't write that song, who wrote a, some other song to confirm that this was in fact the assignment. I don't I want this investigation's happening. I'm glad. I want to see if this is there's an actual assignment. Oh, you still want to see if the kid the kids did I think these guys themselves. plagiarized the fucking song. <laughs> they were singing it. They got recorded and they're like, "No, the teacher made us do it." This I is am... way more this perfect song of of, of the, that had way more facts about the KKK. So you're than upset about they would have actually done research. You're, on. you're drawing the line at plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I the whole thing was play. I think <laughs> you think that songs exist. I yeah, no, okay, fine. No, I, I think they were singing this song. Someone recorded it. Then they're like, no, the teacher made us do it. They, 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 he signed a thing where he had to talk about racism to the exact tune of a Christmas song. Yeah, that's what we had to do. And then you know, we're doing it. I just gotta say too, th this is really just a sign of the times too, in a way, because I remember there was an assignment. Uh, this just came to me for some reason where we were told to pick. Uh, our favorite historical poem, and some kid from my English class literally read a poem called "Run N Word Run." Hilarious! Run to the what? class. It, run you know the N word. The, oh, oh, oh! Run N word. Okay. Run. Yeah. Oh, the actual word. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And like the poem said, repeated "Run N Word Run." Like the first verse was just that six times in a row. Wait, but who was it by? Was it by Duke Ellington? Because that makes. Sense. <laughs> I mean, who did it? Who wrote it? You know, like, I, it was probably one of those old like you know. Yeah, I don't actually like, remember Is he that. running in fear or like running for safety? Like, who knows where he's running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which perspective was no, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, who is, who is it written by? Was it written by a black person? Uh, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> but like, 
The thing is, like, no one got triggered. Everyone just kind of like, well, this kid's kind of a dickhead. But we moved on with our lives. We didn't get the local fucking news team to come to the school and interview me over. Oh, you would have definitely had that now. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, again, I'm not endorsing racism or the Klan, but this, I just really, not not right now. When the, when the mics off, Phil does that all the time. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, but that, that, that's my other podcast that we don't talk about. <laughs> but yeah, it's just. Here's the thing. I understand why people could get upset by by this, but I do think the outrage is one of those things where I think my ruling is like legit outrage, but like overblown outrage. Does that make sense as a ruling? I know what you mean. I, I just it. think if this was the assignment, they did it perfectly. There's nothing to be outraged about. They're talking about what the KKK's <laughs> yeah. point of view was. I don't know. Right? So well, let's get the black perspective I think in here. The what do you outrage think? should be that there's not enough black people. I think as a punishment for that town, they should just bring in black people. Just, <laughs> like, we're just going to give them houses here now. I think that should be the outrage. <laughs> That'll solve the whole problem. Yeah, remember how we're doing 40 acres and a mule? It's going to be in your town. <laughs> it's going to be your <laughs> town. Your town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to go vacationing up in New Hampshire, by the way. It is, New England is white as fuck. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. yeah unless you're, and you're in, saying that from someone who went to an all white high school. Well, I grew up, and you're like even this place is white. No, 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 no joke. My hometown is like an hour and forty roughly drive from this town, so like I'm familiar with the culture. <laughs> Very familiar with the culture. Kids do shit like that. Um, I, oh man, I, I don't know. I, I gotta go fake outrage in this one. It hurts to say because I know that can get misconstrued to me saying like, oh, you're pro clan songs. It's like no, I'm pro doing your fucking homework. No, I right? get that. I get you know? that. Uh, do you remember that kid that uh, he like got in? Well, he didn't get in trouble, but the teacher got paid leave because uh, he said yeah. the n word in class. And uh, apparently, he was like, "You like kids walk in." He goes, "Man, nigga, I'm tired." And she goes, "Nigga, please." <laughs> As he said, he goes, "Oh shit, well, no, where, when was this?" This is like what, like two years, three years ago. And, and, but he got they put him on TV. Were either of the the te- the people black in this situation? The, the kid was black, uh, and the the teacher was white. And oh, he, like, but here's the thing: oh, though. wait, he got paid no. leave for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, never understood how the the punishment of paid leave. That sounds like an amazing because they thing. To, they have to make him feel comfortable, and they have to make them like no one gets sued. You know, that's a. Yeah. But like, what happened was they they put the camera on him. And they go, explain yourself. And he goes, you know, like you did I, with the A. I used to with the A. I said, nigga. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I saw this video where yeah. he's holding up the cue cards. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, this is how I spelled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy. And the weird, I, for me, that's fake outrage because the black kid was like, I never heard that word ever. I was like, you watch rap. You know what that word is. But he just never heard a cop. Like, go. Wait, the black kid said the N word. The black kid said it to, well, from what the teacher was saying was that the black kid came in and said, come on, man. Nigga, come on, chill out. And then the teacher was like, nigga, please, like that. Wait, did he say it to the teacher? Yes, he said it to the teacher. Well, the black kid said it to the teacher. Yes, and the teacher uh. said it back to him. Okay, oh, no, oh, okay. Yeah. So this is a good one. So is that, can you do that? If you're addressed with the N-word as a not black person, can you then say no, it? The nah. answer is no. Well, here's, yes, I, know, I, know, I know that one. I know the answer <laughs> to that one. I know the answer. Yes. But the, the fake outrage is that he was... The student was making it a bigger thing than what it really was. Obviously, yeah. yes, it's bad that this teacher who's white said the N-word. But there are so many black teachers that have called their students, nigga, come on. And we just let it go because, yeah, it's... Because they're black. Of that, yeah, of yeah, but that. technically it's more of a teacher-student relationship rather than a black-white relationship, you know? Right. And then on TV, he goes, I've never heard someone say that. To... And was like, come on. I know you have, Jamal. Yeah. We all heard it. Jamal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just this weird thing. And that, that, to me, I was like, that's fake outrage. I think... 
And I'm not even sure. I think the teacher got fired, I think, after that, because he said it on TV again. He was like, but y'all understand. They didn't even bleep it out, which is the funny thing. They just let him say it. So. <laughs> I think I remember that video. That was yeah, he wore glasses. But as far as New Hampshire goes, I got to go fake outrage, mainly because it got overblown. That's the main thing. Yeah. You know, right. the Klan is bad, but this is fake outrage. Is uh, that a, a fair enough ruling? Sure. I'm saying real outrage at the students okay. for lying about this assignment that they clearly didn't get. You're, you're upset about the plagiarism, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying they're lying about the assignment. And now this teacher's on leave because they're claiming that they were assigned something that they weren't right. assigned. I could be right. completely wrong and he completely totally assigned. Okay, but this leave, sounds like a weirdly specific. We're going to leave the deciding vote up to the black guy as it should yeah. be in real life because yes. we're, we're woke people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm one of the good ones, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go opposite of you then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> outrage. Okay, legit outrage, two to one. <laughs> Absolutely. No. I knew the risk I was taking voting. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I agree with you, but I just didn't like the last part of the oh, walk thing. I don't like Look how, yeah, I, I do like to rip on those kids a lot. This actually reminds me of this whole thing about being addressed as that. When I was in college my first year, freshman year, I lived in uh, the same dorm as like all the athletes did. You know, I wasn't on like any of the teams or anything. Oh. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, a lot of the football players were huge jacked black dudes. Yep. And I remember there's this kid who was my next door neighbor. This guy, his literal nickname was Bubba. Okay. Yeah. Everyone called him Bubba. Really nice dude. And I remember one time, you know, because when you live in a dorm, it's 35, 40 people on a floor together. You know, everyone's always moving around. And one time I was walking into the bathroom in the morning before class and uh, he didn't look to see who it was. And he's like, yo, what's up, my N-word? To me. Yeah. And then and then I just kind of looked at him and he looked at me. <laughs> it was kind of that weird moment of like, oh, fuck. How do I respond to this? Because <laughs> remember, I'm like a 145-pound white guy and he's like a lineman. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the same way walking in the woods and seeing a bear. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And so I, was, like, I just like in the highest pitch voice, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like, yeah, Good morning. <laughs> Hello, sir. Well played. Well you know, played. And then he, he just kind of nodded like, you know, that was the correct answer. Kind of, yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. It was, uh, he was you testing know. you and you passed. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, when you asked that, that reminded me of that. Are you like, are you allowed to answer back? No, no, you are not. No, you are no. absolutely not allowed to say that. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, well, two to one legit outrage in that one. Um, my rural New England white ass is outvoted. So now let's get to the uh, fun part of the show. Uh, we're one of the more fun parts of the show where we ask our guest, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? I think we talked a little bit about it. It's uh, And I think this is the reason why like, I stopped doing like uh, taking journalism as like a career path. Okay. Um, they only do it to get something out of you, but they won't see the end results of it. They won't see the end results of whatever story they're looking into. Um, if you look at most stories right now when mm -hmm. there's missing people, they'll just say, oh, this person's missing. But they don't say they found them or they died or whatever. They just kind of leave it there in the open. I think the same thing will happen. Yeah, you never hear a found person's report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, we found him. It's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. Never, that's never it. It's always like, oh, Rebecca's gone. It's like, all right, what, what did we find her? Like, so that's my outrage. And uh, that journalism focuses on the negativity. Is no, that not even negative. I think they they go sensationalism. by yeah sensationalism. It's okay. their reaction. They want you to be. They just want to. They want you to feel something, and then they don't want to give you any satisfaction of whatever happens. Uh, when I worked at uh, CBS, which was like what uh, two three years ago, there was a uh, there was a guy in uh, I think it was New Mexico, uh, who was caught dressed uh, as a police officer. And then they arrested him because like you can't dress like a police officer. Yeah, obviously, well you can you can dress, but you can't impersonate. Yeah, he impersonated a police officer. Yeah, and then when they went back to his place, they found all these different uh, official garb that he just was wearing, like as a police officer or a crossing guard, like FBI. Like he had all these things, 
And it was like, what the fuck? But they never talked about what happened at the end of it. They, I've, I still to this day have no idea what happened to that guy. But he had all this uh, just outfits and suits. It just doesn't make sense to now, me. No, and do you feel that that's because the initial story didn't get the uh, eyeballs of the TV wanted? So they're like, no, nah, we're not going to do a follow-up. No, I, I, Does that happen in journalism? Though? I think what, yeah, I think there is definitely, sometimes people just don't do follow-ups because, uh, you know, maybe it's not building enough traction or whatever. Yeah. But I also feel that... Uh, if the outcome isn't as juicy as what the story might have been, like, because in your head you go, what was this guy? Was he this? Was he this? And sometimes he's just a yeah. weirdo that just happens to apply for all these things, and that's it. Well, that way, that's not great. illegal, by the way. You can you can totally own any type of uh, yeah. paraphernalia. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you can definitely own them. I, I, I'm ruining the story, but he definitely just <laughs> had, he had stuff that you weren't supposed to have, and he was uh, impersonating mm. these people, and that's how he got caught. Uh, and yeah. I think they said his name. I can't remember his name now, but he was like a... a he was a white guy, right? No, he was like a Mexican dude. And it was oh. just... And I was just like, well, what happened to him? What did he do? Is he all right? Is he still out there? It's, it, what do you do to that? What do you do to this guy? Do you let him go or do you just burn his stuff? Like, what do you... You know, and... Well, I mean, it depends what... Ow, what level of crime is that? Is that like a fine or is it like a misdemeanor? I mean, or is it like a what I mean, what was he trying to do? Was he trying to like get into like the fucking Pentagon or was he just trying to like, you know, steal something from the mall? Like yeah, what was yeah. his like I, I don't the story didn't go into detail on that either. But what yeah. it did go in detail in was that a cop caught him impersonating another cop. Mm. Um and that to me, I go, Well, what was he trying to do? Was he doing anything? Was he just chilling? I don't know. But then why would you dress up like a police officer and impersonate a police officer? And then that means the guy had to take him into custody, look and find out, oh, you're not a cop. And then go, well, let's check your house. And he check his house and he find out all these different things. Uh. So, yeah. So to me, I go, I don't know what the crime he was committing at the time or what he had planned, but maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But tell me the end of that shit. Yeah. Come on. That just to me sounds like the ultimate story of, uh, you know, like white privilege where like imagine seeing like like a guy handcuff another guy in the same outfit and being like, oh my God, you you can't even avoid arrest as a minority, even if you're a cop in this country. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of where arrested. that's where my brain went with that a little bit. No, that's good. Oh man. So you're outraged at sensationalism and journalism. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause that's a really good one. We don't try to get the outcome of it. We just want to hear whatever the juicy thing of oh, they say kill blacks. It's like, well, did you hear the song? <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to the song. It's like, well, maybe you should. Well, you know, and it's funny too, because on this show, we very rarely do I mean, these are outrage topics. Literally, that's all we do on the show. And there's almost never follow-up information on these stories. <laughs> That's why we never do follow-ups. Yeah, yeah. Ever. It's because there rarely are second stories on this. Yeah. Because people just do it to get a few, you know, thousand Likes, clicks on yeah. whatever website it yeah. is. And then they just move on to the next thing people are upset about. Yeah. So is, that's actually a really good, that's a fitting uh, thing to Wait, did you about. talk to Charlie Rose when you were on the train? I did. He's did a really he, cool guy. He's he very cool. cool. Uh, okay. it, uh, he, uh, you didn't meet him in his uh, I met uh, him in, in, his uh, house in the or? studio. I met him in his office. Uh, I knew his assistant. Uh, what was her name? Lindsay. Uh, well, well, not anymore, I guess, huh? He was never in a robe or anything? Or? Uh, no, not, not for me. Oh, not no. for me, man. I think, you, yeah. you didn't hear anything in the back channel? No, he he was like a really cool uh, old white man. You know, like the, the, you know how dabbing is like a cool thing now? Now, just imagine Betty White doing it. You go, ah, I get why it's appealing. You know, he was that. Because he's very, he he makes jokes, but because of his tone, it's so it sounds so serious. Until you hear it, you go, oh, that was a joke he made. So yeah, he was just a cool dude. Hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, Gail King, she was also amazing too. She's still still cool. Yeah, Gail King was originally a, a news reporter in Connecticut. Yeah, years nice. ago. Yeah, yeah, my local. Yeah, 
She's uh, she's really good. It's weird how much uh, journalism or reporting works like comedy. <laughs> like you yeah. just do these small towns and build yourself up. Like you can come to the city and try, but you're going against heavy hitters. You have to go yeah. somewhere small and you then do come local back. shit. Yeah. And then yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a good place to end right there. Sensationalism and journalism. Thank you for listening. You can email us anytime you'd like at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Follow us at Fake Outrage Rep on the rare occasion that we actually use our goddamn Twitter. Uh, take 30 seconds and give us a killer review on that there iTunes. You can follow Chris online at Hamilton underscore four mayor on Instagram <laughs> and uh, Hamilton Lennyways uh, on Twitter. That's there we go. And but before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? White people fight back against when people are making you buy shit for their <laughs> weddings. <laughs> Only you can stop this behavior. <laughs> <laughs>